Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. Can I get it? Oh, yeah. What's up, Enterprisers? Welcome to episode 74 of the Enterprise Now podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and transform business owners and entrepreneurs into success. That is what we do. We help folks launch, grow, and maximize. In this episode, I chat with Jen Hall. Jen is the business coach for consultants, coaches, and subject matter experts. We talk about living your purpose, having fun, and making money. We dig into how to defeat limiting beliefs and giving your purpose a vehicle. We also step through having a hunger for the game of business and how to crush it. But before we dig in, here's a short message from our sponsors. Financing is a critical part of starting or growing a business. If you need financing for your business, Credit Line One is number one for business, personal, and real estate credit lines. Credit Line One offers no upfront cost financing for your business, personal, or real estate needs. Head over to creditlineone.com slash enow to get started. That's creditlineone.com slash enow. Are you a business owner or entrepreneur looking to take your business skills to the next level? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Enterprise Now Show. Prepare to be inspired, motivated, and transformed. And now, your host, LZ Flinnard. All right, Jen. Can I get an oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Now, first of all, let me just say thank you for uh, being on the show. I'm always excited and energized when I get a chance to sit down with brilliant business people such as yourself. So, uh, so thank you for, for being on the show. And, um, I always like to get to know my guests a little bit better. So, um, tell us about yourself. Now, when I say that, I mean, you're free to go all the way back to the day you were born or you can start current day. Tell us about yourself. Wowzers. Okay, I won't go back all the way to the to to, to day dot, um, but I will because <laughs> we could be here a long time. Um, but I will certainly um, you know tell you a bit about my life and and where I've come to. So um, I was I, at the moment I'm actually living in Wales. I'm a bit of a mover and shaker. I'm all over the place. Um, I've lived abroad and in several different places in the UK, um, and I find it very hard to sit still, which is why I absolutely adore being an entrepreneur because it absolutely provides that excitement um, in my life that I need, which allows me to kind of stay still in location these days. Um, but that's kind of what I'm, you know the kind of person I am at the moment but I actually grew up um from a relatively poor background with you know with my family and I grew up in an environment where I was told that you know you can absolutely go off and you know and have fun but you won't earn much money doing it 
or you can absolutely earn a ton of money, but you're going to have to be very specific about the types of things that you do. You're, you're probably going to end up having to do something you don't enjoy if you want to earn money. And I know that these two limiting beliefs are something that a lot of people have grown up with. And this is really stuck and it really has carved its way and, and, and made my life how it used to previously be, which was literally being in a corporate role where I'd earn a ton of money and then giving it all up because it sucked the, the soul out of me and took the life out of me to give all of that up to then go and do something fun, which filled my soul, but was, you know, the penniless. And um, I decided that in, enough was enough and it was time to, you know, T take control of my career and go off on my own and the current business that I'm in I've proven these two limiting beliefs completely and utterly wrong and I started off finding out that these two limiting beliefs were completely and utterly wrong because I looked out there and I and I sourced the evidence that this was completely untrue and I realized that if other people can live their purpose have fun and earn money then I could as well and so I started this business on that premises. This is the reason why I do what I do. And I have now, fortunately enough, created a business where I am in total alignment with my life's purpose. It's totally fulfilling. It's so much fun. It's so exciting. And I'm earning the money that I want to earn, want to earn from it. Um, and that's kind of where I where I am today and how I've come to do what I do. So you mentioned in there in your uh, response there that you 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 want to live your purpose, have fun and make money. I want to double back to the have fun part. What's your um what's your favorite thing to do? Oh, what's my favorite thing to do? Okay, so on one hand, I absolutely love to um hang out with friends. You know, I, I'm a bit of a party girl actually. I'm a mother to a, a four year old, uh, but we you know we love passing together, me and her. <laughs> <laughs> but I am I am a socialite. I, I love doing that. But I'm also I, I'm kind of one of these. I they think they're called like ambiverts. So as much as I love to be social um, and you know be with friends, I also really really appreciate my downtime. And I have every single Friday, I make sure I take it off and I potter and I do the things that I love. And one of those things is getting a massage. I absolutely love having massages, Thai massages in particular. I think they're amazing. So I guess those are the two different things to do for fun. Plus surfing as well is something I dabble in when it's not too cold. Wow. Now let's talk about surfing. How'd you get into yep. that? It was actually my other half. Um, my other half, Andy, he takes people up to Everest Base Camp as a, as a, as a business. Um, so he's a real outdoorsy trekker, hiker, and he was, he's very into his surfing. And I am nowhere near as good as he is. In fact, I would say I'm, I, I barely call myself a surfer, but I absolutely adore being in the water. It's just an amazing feeling. It's a kind of a meditation because I'm such an excitable, energetic person. I need to have that focus on surfing to kind of keep my mind on the job. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. Hmm. Interesting. I, I'm absolutely terrified of surfing. I, I think that I would like have to um, engage with the uh, the lifeguards if I were to ever try to surf. <laughs> <laughs> surf. Don't get me if wrong. You... I used to be totally petrified of the sea. So I'm totally with you on that one. So it's how something I've had to get over. But, uh, but you know, it is good fun. Gotcha. Now, you mentioned uh, you're an ambivert. I can definitely relate to that because I am exactly the same way for things like this. When I'm talking with entrepreneurs and people who are are like me, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm 
I wake up in the morning for it. Like I was super excited to wake up this morning to talk with you. But then as the day goes on, it's like, okay, enough of that stuff. I'm ready to kind of decompress and and spend some time by myself. So I definitely get that. Uh, Because a lot of times people think that in order to be an entrepreneur, you have to be, um, um, you know, an extrovert or a type A personality, but that's not, that's not always the case. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I think, I don't know about you, but personally, I just think you've got to have a, you've got to have that drive and that hunger um, for the game. Absolutely. But in terms of whether you need to be an extrovert or an introvert, it's, I think it's total rubbish. I think if you're passionate about what you do, that will shine through whatever. Gotcha. You just said something I'm going to write down and I'm just going to let you know, I'm going to give you credit for the first few times, but then I'm going to steal it. <laughs> I um, love your style. <laughs> Go on, what was the thing you wrote down? Um, you said, well, you said a couple of things. Okay. You said, live your purpose, have fun and make money. That is that crushes that those limited limiting beliefs. Right. And then you said you got to have a hunger for the game, you know, and that's so true. Business is a game and you have to have a hunger for the game. It's and and for me, it's not it's not even about the, the end goal. It's about the process or the journey. Like I love the game of business. So um, again, I'll give you credit for it the first couple of times, but then I'm going <laughs> to totally going to steal that just so you know. There's nothing I can do. You're just, you're just brutally honest. It's like, wow, okay, I'll, 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 I'll have to just take that. Well, well done. <laughs> so I love it. If you had to say what your superpower is, what would that be? I think my superpower is the ability to cut through the fog and find direction. I mean, that's kind of what I'm all about. That You know, I told you a bit about why I do what I do, but why I'm so good at what I do is because I really can help people find that direction. And, you know, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an expert in niche and ideal client, but that's really evolved from helping people discover their life's purpose and being able to now take that purpose and give it a vehicle um, and something they can actually bring it to life and start making money from and you know it is really drilling down and matching up that purpose and matching up that vehicle and bringing the two of them together so you're in perfect alignment and that you can feel that fire in your belly and get as we just said get that hunger for the game Um, so I, I think that's probably my superpower. I'm going to backtrack a little bit. I'm going to display my entrepreneur disease. Um, How'd you get started in in your business? You mentioned a little bit about you, you know, you had those limiting beliefs and you decided enough with that. I'm going to do my own thing. What, what made you start the, the business that you're, that you're running now? Um, what made me start the business I'm currently running? And this is forgetting the fact that I've had uh, four businesses in my career so far. Okay. Um, this has been the most successful and aligned of all of them. Um, and the reason, um, sorry, I'm trying to get back, get back track to your specific question, but the, the reason I am in this specific job and what made this so successful was because I made that decision with my heart and my head that there was no going back there wasn't that you know failing wasn't an option there is no you know I'll just I'll just try and just see what happens this was this is going to work because it felt so aligned and I was so passionate about what I wanted to do and I think for a lot of people you can't just dip your toe in and that's what a lot of people do that they go in with this well just give it a go but at the end of the day you you've you've got to be hungry and you've got to fully commit and if you're not fully committed you will always be 
um, sort of one foot half out the door ready to run when the going gets tough or it gets really scary you know you'll just fall back you've kind of got to burn the boats a bit you mentioned you have four businesses in your your history tell us about Mm -hmm. failure how you learned from those um not necessarily saying they were failures but how did you learn from those businesses and kind of build on that to uh, create the successful business that you have now Absolutely. And, you know, there's one of these things where, you know, people say there's no such thing as failure. For me, it's about if you give up on it, then it is a failure. But if you're giving up on it because it's not the right thing, then it's not the right thing. And I think that's what happened with me is that I've always wanted I've always wanted to coach. But I always had those beliefs of who am I, you know, to do this? Who's going to listen to me? Who's going to pay for my advice? What do I know? Completely putting my putting myself down and and I think it was avoiding my true calling. That's the main reason I think that I failed at that and not stepping up to say, hey, I don't know how to do this and I need some help because I always in my past, in my immature age, like to be the one that knew what I was doing. I was right. I was fine. I didn't need anybody else. And that was total BS. I absolutely every you know everybody needs help, and this is kind of why I've I've fallen in love with coaching because, you know, I truly believe in it. In it, I think that yes, we all should and and do need a coach at some point or another in 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 our business, and I absolutely adore adore doing it, and I adore receiving it because I would say that has been a huge reason for the success of my business is through gaining those mentors and coaches who have achieved the success that I want to, wanted to achieve. Um, because, you know, you can really use their, use their talents, their advice and the knowledge gaps because we can't know everything. We don't know what we don't know. Wow. You said so much there that I'm going to try to uh, gather myself here. Um, I, I totally agree. Uh, being a, a coach as well, um, I, I liken it to, you know, um, athletics where you, you don't get to the NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball without a coach along the way, right? Because they can help you identify those gaps. They can, um, you know, point out the, the flaws in your form. Uh, early on before you get to the point where now those flaws are, are cemented in your, your mindset or in your, the way you operate or, um, wh- how you network and those types of things. And so I think having a coach is so important. And you mentioned, uh, the knowledge gap that you don't know everything and you don't know what you don't know. So having someone that can look at it from a different perspective is, is, is something that I think, um, on a global scale, businesses need. Um, I think primarily one of the the major reasons reasons that businesses fail is for that reason they don't have the 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 business skills and they don't know what they don't know so definitely can agree absolutely and they don't put their hands up they they just they just die just get and that's what i did instead of going hey this isn't working why can somebody help me i swept it all under the carpet every time i was like i refuse to take responsibility and and, and again i think sorry to but to blur on the point, but I really truly believe that people people who refuse to take responsibility for it not working, you are doomed for failure. You have to hold your hand up. It's your business. The only reason it isn't working is because of you. And that's empowering because you know that all you need to do is get some help. Just do it. Like pride, put pride aside and just get that help. One of the things that I I, I love to talk about on the show is mindsets. Um, even even over and above 
the actual tactics and, and strategies. Um, how do you overcome challenges? This is a really interesting question for me because it's, first of all, you have to recognize that there is a challenge. Um, and you, and as I said before, you've just, you've got to take responsibility and get help to do it. A lot of people procrastinate when they get challenges. And I'm a, the, the kind of person who has been burnt by procrastination in the past and knows too well what happens to businesses when you procrastinate. And you just need to face them head on, hold your hands up and say, I don't know how to deal with this, get the help. And, you know, don't procrastinate, just go ahead and do it. And it might feel like you are walking through, you know, treacle or syrup, you know, for, for the for the UKs and the USs. Um, but it might feel slow in the beginning trying to wade through it all, but you will pick up speed. It's a little bit like like moving outside of your comfort zone, you know, to one person doing something is really, really scary, and to another, it's not that scary, or you look back and go, hey. You know, that wasn't that bad after all. I don't know why I was so worried over that. And it's the same with challenges. The more you overcome, you kind of build this momentum and soon you'll be flying over them. Wow, that's really, really good, good, good stuff. So we've talked a a little bit about you, what you like, what you enjoy, how you overcame those limiting beliefs. Um, We know that you're an ambivert. (laughs) We We know you take every Friday off to get a massage and you love surfing. You know, we talked about your your career thus far, far, and all that good stuff. But tell us about your business now. What do you What do you do? And give us all the the, the details. All the juicy stuff. So, as I mentioned before, my my real expertise lies in helping people to find their niche and their ideal client, which are very closely matched to their purpose. Because what happens a lot of the time is people pick niches or things because they think it's popular or they see someone else doing it and being successful and they're like, oh, I should do that. But what they're doing is they're putting money first. And so, what I do is I help people to actually put purpose first. And then the money money will flow as a, as a kind of a, a byproduct of them being in alignment and serving other people. So that's kind of the the place in which I come from. I come very much from a place of integrity, making sure we put other people first. Um, so, yeah, I, I take people from this position of I don't feel aligned with my business, pull that purpose and that vehicle together. And then I help position them as the white hot expert in their field, because what, quite a lot of the time, People appear fluffy, they appear beige, they're trying to, they're a jack of all trades, they're trying to help everybody with every problem, with every outcome. Um, And they think that by being that person that actually it makes them more available, but actually all it does is it works against them because they are not the expert in anything. So by getting specific, by really looking at what it is, like you asked me earlier, what is your true superpower working from your zone of genius and really aligning that up with your purpose, with your niche, the problem that you specifically help solve because every business has to solve a problem and it's so overlooked. People start, so I go on a rant now, but people start up businesses because they love doing something and that is no reason to be starting a business. You've got to be starting your business up to serve the world not because you think, not just because you want to have fun doing it. Yes, that needs to be a part of it, but that shouldn't be the reason. The reason should be much bigger than you. And so it's finding that reason, finding that problem, finding that desired outcome that other people want, and and then use your processes that you love to use to help them achieve it. So that's what that's what I'm excellent at doing. That's kind of what my business is based around. What are your um, top three keys to success? Okay, so the first one, funnily enough, is get specific. 
realize that you'll actually make a bigger impact and a bigger splash when you start in a smaller niche because everybody is nobody in business. If you try and serve everybody, nobody will listen to you. If you start to really get specific on what you do help with, the right people will come forward. And that's when you start going into client attraction mode instead of chasing people down for business. So that's the that's the first big one. The second big one is say what you want to say, knowing that in somebody else's eyes, you will always be wrong. I'm just going to let that sink in. But for a lot of people, they get so fearful about standing in their truth, standing up for what they believe in, talking about their industry, um, getting off the fence and saying, this is how it, this is how I believe it is. And this is, this is what I think and giving their true opinion because they're so worried about offending people. But at the end of the day, someone will always be offended no matter how much you try to people please. So you may as well just get on with saying the things that your ideal client wants to hear so that you can start to serve people instead of tiptoeing on eggshells and then, you know, really putting the majority of people off or not even gaining any attention. Because one of the worst things we can do in our marketing is to say something that nobody cares about. We need to be really standing in our truth and standing up for what we believe in in our industry to start to make that bigger impact and grab that attention from the right people. So that'll be my second one. And my third key to success, which I'll leave you on, is don't be a convincer. Um, And this sounds like a really strange one, but a lot of the time when we're in business and, and it doesn't matter whether you're a startup, you've been in business a while, whatever the case is, we can sometimes fall into the trap of trying to convince people that that they need you um, or that they need to make a particular decision. One of the biggest mistakes that I made in this particular business when I first started out was I was helping people out of corporate uh, corporate role and to, to start up a business. And I fell into the trap of telling people that how great it's going to be when they leave their job and how much fun they're going to have and all this kind of thing, which was all true. But instead of talking about helping people to start up their business and how they can do that, I was almost convincing people to take the leap. And that wasn't my role. That wasn't what I was meant to meant to be there for. So be clear on what it is, what puzzle piece it is that you deliver to that person in terms of helping them along in their journey and attract the right people who who you've made aware, aware of the problem. They know they have that problem and that they can come to you with ease instead of you having to drag and convince them through the whole process, particularly the sales process, because if you're having to drag them through that, you're going to be dragging them through the, the whole of the rest of the process as well. So make sure that you're attracting your clients, not pulling and chasing. One more quick question and I'll let you get out of here. So give Mm -hmm. um, the enterprisers an actionable tip or step that they can use to improve their businesses and um, and also uh, shoot out your contact information in case folks want to reach out to you. Fabulous. So the, the most actionable step I can give you from today is focus on the transformation. So instead of working like a busy fool in your business, take a step back and look at it. What is the transformation that I give? Where is my client right now? Where do they want to be? And what problem is in their way that I am solving? 
so that you get really specific and really clear and really drill it down to like the one big thing. So we're looking at like the, the one big bleeding neck issue, because when you talk about the problems, some, suddenly sometimes people are like, well, I can just list off like 20 different things. You want to be really focusing on that one big bleeding neck issue that if you had to boil it all down to that one thing, that would be it. But it's got to be specific. So let me just give you an example of non-specific. So when you say, well, I'll help people achieve their dreams, it's like, what does that even mean? What is the dream? What do they actually want to achieve? So for instance, my outcome for people is that they want to be a white hot credible expert in their fields. What is it that, that your people want? And what is their specific problem that gets in their way? And my, just again, to give you an example to stick your teeth into, that my client's problem is that they don't have a solid niche and a clear direction and and a focus in on who it is they're actually serving. So that's their bleeding neck issue. So think about that when you're looking at the transformation, the bleeding neck issue and the real solid tangible outcome. You focus on those two things you will find that everything in your business becomes a lot easier your marketing becomes easier because you know who it is you're speaking to what it is you're solving um and um you know client attraction becomes a lot easier because you position yourself as this expert so focus on the transformation get specific is my biggest tip to take away and take action on today so if folks want to reach out to you how can they do that Absolutely. So you can probably the best place to come and find me is in my high profile legacy leaders Facebook group. Um, and I'll make sure that you get the link to that so they can they can click on there. But um, that's where, you know, where we all hang out. We're all, all of a similar mindset. And it's a gorgeous group. And I offer free trainings every single week in there. Um, and the uh, second thing I wanted to offer you guys um, was the five steps to discovering your niche and ideal client. Um, and I will make sure that, again, that you guys get the link to that um, and you can download that. And that will really help you to focus in and take action on that step that I just gave you in terms of focusing on the transformation. But it will go into it in a little bit more detail and fire some questions at you that might help to draw it out. So I'm really excited to offer, offer that to you for free today. Wow. Thank you so much, Jim, for that free offer. Guys, go out there and take advantage of that. I will put that in the show notes so that you'll be able to go out and take advantage of that. Uh, thank you so much for for being with us today, Jen. I know that um, the, my listeners are going to get a ton of value. Uh, there are several, several golden nuggets that, um, that are a part of this episode. So I'm super excited uh, that you were able to share with us today. And Enterprisers, thank you for your support. We would not be able to do what we do without you guys. So thank you guys. And we uh, appreciate it. And we will talk to you next week. Financing is a critical part of starting or growing a business. If you need financing for your business, Credit Line One is number one for business, personal and real estate credit lines. Credit Line One offers no upfront cost financing for your business, personal or real estate needs. Head over to creditlineone.com slash enow to get started. That's creditlineone.com slash enow. One of the most important things to my podcast is mobility. Being able to record my interviews and conversations in multiple locations, no matter where I am. And Regis is the world's leader in all-inclusive, flexible office space. They allow me to be able to connect and have conversations that leave lasting impressions from mailboxes to full-time offices starting under $50 a month.
Go ahead and give them a call at 1-800-OFFICES to discover how one of their 3,000 plus locations can support and enhance your business. Go ahead and get started today. Call 1-800-OFFICES. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.